I don't know what to do about line one. Oh no. I have I have asked her to please contain her phone calls to the Mike Calta show in the morning. We don't have a whack pack on this show. I don't want a whack pack on this show. We didn't want them at the prom last year. We were successful in our keeping them from our prom. I don't like that she has a presence on this show, but she says she's in need and needs to talk. Oh, what if we just let her talk to just Seth? I don't. Why would that be good for anybody? Be good for me because I wouldn't have to talk to Crazy Patty. I'm not gonna. But she has nothing of value to bring to the show. Zero. So. If she wants, is she calling in about a topic or is no. she calling in to do her own crazy her bits? Her own boring, tired, rambling, crazy crap that I am not even remotely interested as a broadcaster and human being in that order. But you try to talk to her off the air and try to get rid of her, but for some reason what she said today, she has... She needs to talk to us. Well, probably you. She doesn't even know we're here. But you're right. Yeah. She, I need to talk to you, Drew. And I said to her in no uncertain terms... I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to hear from you. I wish you would only call Mike in the morning. If Roger and JP want to put you on, awesome. Soul Brother Kevin, same thing. Johnny B, Anna Hummel, Slater. Have you thought about giving her your cell phone number? Because remember you said you have 30 minutes after work where you you feel like you're open for a connection? Yeah, no. Uh, She somehow found Mike's cell phone number. And that that would be my biggest fear. That's, That's terrifying. That would be enough to make me never want to have a cell phone again. Same. I would get a new number just to avoid this lady calling me. So what do we do? Well, I mean, she needs you. Do we negotiate with terrorists? I'm trying to think of something we could do with her. I don't know. Is there Can- anybody else we could call and like connect her with? Like whom? I like that. I'm open for that. Who? Who could we uh, call and connect her with? Mike? What do you got? Mike? Mike might be the best idea, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to bog him up. I do that to Mike. Yeah, like uh, like, about, like he about, wakes up real early. What about John Brennan? Wait, I mean, no, I got my meeting with him tomorrow, and then he's gonna yell at me for it. Um, I got JP's number. Good. That, uh, that might be fun. Call JP. I'm sure after being on the radio for nine hours, he's dying to talk to listeners. Hmm. Let me go through my cell phone and see who we've got here. Let's see. Should we patch her through to promotions? Or should it's not a bad idea. Danielle? Like Danielle and promotions would be a good idea. Let's go through my recent texts. My mom and dad know. Let's get your. Let's have her talk to your mom. All right. My mom's a real nice person. That might be nice, yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Let's see if I can... She's still probably mad at me for what I said about her mom. She, are they still in Lido Key or whatever? No, no, no. They're back safely. Thank you for asking. Should we just have it so, like, when she answers, she hears Patty's voice? Oh, Mom, come on. Help the lady. She's in need. Please. Uh, I don't know help. of what. Of help. <laughs> Who knows what. Mom, what do, I, what do I do, Mom? This lady won't stop calling my freaking radio show no matter how mean I am to her, no matter how emphatic I am about the fact I don't want to hear her garbage. She still calls me every day. What do I do? 
I I wish I knew. Block her. Can you block her, her number? Well, I'll try. Patty, you're blocked. How do you feel about that? I don't care for it, too. <laughs> Daddy, leave my son alone. Yeah, tell her, Mom. <laughs> Do I have to? Yes. You're yes, making ma'am. You're making me miserable. You don't want me to come down there. You could come. I'll invite you in. I'll make oh. some nice coffee cake for you, and we'll have a no, nice I'm... talk. It's very pretty no. here. We will not have a nice talk. If I have to come down there, I'm bringing the thunder with me, and you don't want to see that. That's okay. I love big. No, big it isn't. No, I love Patty, it. Hush. Patty, yeah? I understand that you need people to talk to. Please find someone else. Hell yeah. Thank you. You hear okay, that, Patty? I will. Bye. Bye. See you later. Problem solved. Thanks, Mom. As always, you uh, you came through for me. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> what a friggin' lunatic. Sorry, are you kidding me? Uh, just be sorry when she calls back tomorrow, which she will do. But... I know, that's what I mean. Block oh, her number. I can't. I, uh. You can't have it both ways. I know, but I. You can't say don't call me and then not do what it takes to have her not call you. I know. I don't even know if that's a thing we can do here, is it? I don't think so. We used to be do, be do it way back in the day of Real Radio. That was great. Okay, that's fine. Who, who screens your phones? Uh, it's a long story. Um, I, oh, when you see her number, don't answer it. That's uh, all. I know. Oh, it's so hard to do, Mom. No, it is. Okay. I try to, I try, I it's try. like when you told him to not marry his first wife, and he did. He just can't help himself sometimes. <laughs> That's the problem. He never asked me. I wouldn't have listened anyway, uh, but That's I should have. Very, That's very true. No, you would not have listened. Well, sorry, sorry about my what? mother was a very nice lady. She was. I loved her to death. She was great. She was much nicer than I her know. husband, who called me a dumbhead. Uh, but, but, what did you call him? Oh, no, I'm, it was... Wait a minute. You told him that his... Hair was, um, he was growing out of his hair. Yeah, I was six. I oh, didn't. Wait, I, wait, wait. wait. Oh, so now you're, the story has changed? No. Well, you never said that you were throwing haymakers at him. You separate said, incidents. That, that didn't happen at Clearwater Beach. Time. I was like six years old so, and I had never seen a bald man before. And my grandpa was like six foot two. And I said, Wow, grandpa, you're growing out of your hair. So you said that before he called you a dumbhead? Like way before, like oh, years before. Okay. Well, it's funny. It's funny how the picture comes together now. And like I told you at the time, we gave him a lot of leeway. That's true. He was never allowed to be young, and he never had young children. That is true. So he had to take care of his like five sisters, six sisters, and he enlisted at the age of fifteen in the armed forces. So yes, you're right. He's a fine damn man. And they all took care of him. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, he's the youngest. Well, well, thank you for helping us solve the uh, solve the the, uh, the 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 crazy patty problem. I don't problem. think I did, but at, at least for today you did. And uh, I'm so thrilled to have talked to her. Yeah, I know it was uh, it was a joy you for me to hear at least. Cake. Can I go? You, no, <laughs> yeah, don't don't eat her coffee cake. But thank you very much, Mom. I love you, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, honey, bye. Bye. That was great. That's the way we got to deal with that from now on. Well, I don't know if there needs you know. We just connect her through to a different one of our parents every time. That's true. That way we don't have to talk to her, and our parents can go off on her a little uh, bit. Whose parents? Your, your, not mine. I think your mom would have a very similar yeah. reaction to Patty than mine Dude, would. Dude, I don't think we've put my mom on the radio for a long time. No, we haven't. it caused a lot of issues. Oh, Big yeah. The mom bomb caused a lot of problems. So 
uh, you know, won't be doing that anytime soon. You guys soon. can wear your own parents out. No, you know, I, 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 re- I respect your uh, your desire to keep your family relationships intact. I like Crazy Patty, tear my family apart again. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. But maybe your mom could uh, like redirect some some angst and rage towards Crazy Patty. Dude, I'm going to tell you this. I am in the best place I've ever been with with my mom, and that is not a time to start putting her on the radio because I just don't I don't know how it's going to go. That's we get point. we get the next best thing. We call Cooters during the lunch shift. We get Phoebe's mom on the phone. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Now that I would do that. That I I want to go with your mom's suggestion, and we just blocked the number. I think that is the that is the best thing. We're we're bringing people that we love into our world of torment. All right, sorry, mom. <laughs> you hear that guy? Yeah, oh yeah, I heard it. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. So Aisha Curry is married to NBA superstar Steph Curry, and she knows that his. Her husband, who's an attractive man, gets his share of attention from Jersey Chasers. She knows it. Probably a little insecure about it, as any wife would be. I don't know if she's going to take it to the level of Doug Christie's wife. Remember that dude? His wife used to ride in her car behind the team bus. He used to have to throw her signals while he was playing basketball to let her know that he was thinking about her. (laughs) She traveled on the team plane. I mean... I'm, this was the ultimate insecure NBA wife. Yeah, well, I mean, he probably did something in the past to make her that way. Right. I don't think she just rolled out of bed and decided to start following the team bus. No, no, it was probably like, I'm going to leave you if you don't let me do these things because you cheated. Probably saw some dirty MySpace messages. So the the interesting part of Aisha Curry is say, her saying, what really bothers me is and is giving me a little bit of insecurity, is that there are a lot of these women throwing themselves at Steph, but for me the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. I have zero male attention, and I begin to internalize and say, is there something wrong with me? Is that a diss on her husband? No, I think it's uh, it's more of her complaining that she's not getting enough male attention. But if you're married... Should you want male attention? I'm I'm not saying you shouldn't or you should. I'm merely asking, do we all naturally crave attention from the opposite sex? I think there's a healthy level of attention to crave. I think there's a healthy just to know that you're not invisible and to know that that you look nice or whatever it may be on a, you know, a basic level. I don't think that's wrong. I don't think it's necessarily wrong. I just want to know from married ladies out there, if they go around looking for attention, if you aren't getting attention, is that a problem? Like, you just want attention and it stops right there? Um, yeah, I think women are more capable of receiving attention and not escalating that into an actual encounter. She's uh, Aisha Curry, she's got a ton of followers on social media. You're telling me she's not getting any Wang pictures? I mean, even Micah got a Wang picture. For some reason, and Steph isn't a very physically imposing guy as, as NBA players go. I don't know why she wouldn't be. She is extremely attractive, and I would think— Although that's probably not the kind of attention women want. They probably don't go, oh, this guy just sent me his dong. He must really appreciate the beauty that I'm radiating. Well, what kind of—I mean, what does that look like for someone like her? Like, is it someone coming up to her and physically saying, you look beautiful? You look What, what is it? I think it's one of these things at, at the gym uh, when you go— uh, just like that. Just like not not like a that ass look good, but just like a little mm, mm, like a once over. Not a twice over. Not a not a grope, not a gawk, but you just go. Mm. 
the question is, can you be Steph Curry and read the quote uh, that she feels invisible and not be somewhat turned off by that? Um, Just the wording to me, I think, if that was my significant other, I would feel right. like she's trying to say something. I, I, I agree. I don't... Uh... I don't know how I would feel about that if I were Steph Curry. I don't even look at this just as a Steph Curry. He's famous. I just look at it as like a husband-wife thing. And do you get to a point as a woman that, okay, you're with a guy and he makes you happy, but still you want other people to recognize that. Right. I I can't ever see myself not appreciating any attention that a woman shows me. I can't ever see myself in a position where I won't at least appreciate it, if not seek it out. It fulfills me on a very shallow level sometimes. But, I, but, you know, I bust my ass every day to not be fat. And when someone notices, when someone says something really sweet at the gym, like, hey, you're not fat and disgusting, I go, wow, thank you very much for noticing. That never happens except in my head. But to you married ladies out there, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025, do you look for attention? And is that is that okay? Guys, are you okay with your woman wanting just attention from another guy. You, I mean, you have to be, right? Well, I mean, you have to accept it, but you don't You don't have to be okay. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Well, I mean, I think there, there's a certain uh, self-image that everybody wants to hold up, and when you look good, you feel good. But I think when you when a woman gets up in the morning and does her hair and you know wears her nice bra and the short miniskirt or whatever it may be, and I don't even mean that in a derogatory term, right. I think you are... Not asking for attention because that sounds wrong, but you are hoping that someone notices that you're that you've put in the effort at the very least. That's exactly it. You just want to not feel invisible. And and Steph Curry's wife Aisha, through no fault of Steph's, maybe that's it's maybe it's his fault though. Well, I mean, not his not his fault per se. He's making his wife feel invisible. The groupies are making his wife feel invisible. Drew Grab alive. Hello, who are you? Hello. Hey, could you turn your radio down, please? Okay, thank you. Appreciate it very much. It just seems like the the wording that she chose to use seems like it's it's not great for her husband. Can can a woman say I feel invisible to men and be one hundred and ten percent happy in their in their relationship? Yeah, I think so. They just they just want to feel. Like still a woman, they they could be very loyal to their partner and very faithful to their partner. I think they just want to still feel like a sexual being to someone else. Although when I say that, that doesn't really sound okay yeah. to me. Drew Grab alive. Who are you? Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Hi, Ken. Who are you? Oh, hi, I'm Zena. My husband loves you. He they, used to listen to you when he maybe you could get him a different call. phone, and then you can have him call us, and we could talk to him. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. I'm sorry, darling. I just couldn't understand a word you said. Sometimes I think it's my ears, but then when I look over and Seth is hearing it too. Hey, Drew, just wanted to say my husband absolutely loves you. He is the best. Now, the bad dude, the husband's going to call. He's going to have a great crystal clear phone connection and nothing to say. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hi, this is Sheree. Hey, Sheree. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. Thank you very much for asking. Okay. Um, actually, I got married when I was like 18. I met my husband when I was like 16. Oof. And... It's not that he doesn't give me enough attention, but we've just kind of gotten a routine where, like, I don't get that kind of attention from him, but I don't feel like I need it from somewhere else because, I don't know, I'm not really looking for it. So I don't know. Right, I mean, let, I know some people need it. 
let's let let's let's go through what you said there because I don't think you're being emotionally honest with yourself. I don't even think you okay. know what you want. She wants attention. You want attention. You're not getting it from your husband, but you're trying to convince yourself that you're okay with not getting it from your husband. But that's not okay with you. I can tell. So then you have an option. You can or a couple of options. You can go to your husband and say, "Listen, I know we've been together forever and you might see me as a roommate more than a lover and blah blah blah, but I still need to feel like a sexual creature. So you start dressing a little bit nicer around him, or not nicer, but naughtier, and uh, and maybe he starts to pay you some attention, or you put your energy into looking like a million bucks every time you leave the house. You go to the gym, you go to the Publix, and you get attention from other men that then lifts your spirits and makes you feel like a sexual being. Okay, well, that's really good advice. Sorry, I'm like a huge fan of yours. I'm so nervous talking. Oh, it's okay. Don't, don't, don't be nervous at all. We're just having a convo. Wait, did you just tell her to slut it up? Is that what I was dissecting? Uh, so many words, yeah. yeah and is she okay with that? I feel like you talked her into it because she's a big fan. Well, good. <laughs> now we got another girl running out there was sledding it up. Yeah, uh, John, a question for this young yeah, lady? Yeah, when's the last time you know put on some, some slutty lingerie and we're waiting for your man when he got home? When's the last time you did something like that? Actually, we went on a vacation this weekend, and I did. Oh. So, I mean, it's been, we've been together almost 20 years. We still try to. We have three kids, you know, so we just have a lot going on. Okay, so, so, like I said, I don't really feel like it's, it's that he doesn't give me the attention when, it, when we have the time. It's just we just don't have a lot of time. Sure, but, I mean, you know, you, when you go on vacation and you wear that nice little uh, thing from Fredericks of Hollywood, if that's even still a thing, <laughs> and then the, uh, the six-inch bang-me pumps, uh, you, you could be doing that every weekend. Once the kids go to bed, you go, hey, guess what, mister? Kids are in bed and it's mommy daddy time. You know, that's really good advice. Thank you. Or take a uh, you know out of the Kushner handbook and do do a little role playing. Maybe you're a little slutty prostitute that comes knocking on the door late at night once the uh, once the kids are in bed. Irish hooker, yeah, yeah. Once the kids are in bed, you go, oh. Oh, my sir. Uh, goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> Catch Lucky. He's got the Lucky Charms. Uh, I'm down oh my on God. my luck, and I need money for my heroin. I can be there in the room to coach you guys up and show you how it's done if, if yep. need be. He's a love coach. Oh, my God. Well, thank you. Like I said, for the advice. Good luck, darling. I appreciate the call very much. Uh, what'd you tell me about the Real Housewives? Uh, I was watching the uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last night. Great show. Um, thoughts and prayers to Lisa Vanderpump. But, um... One of the ladies is is um, Frazier's, Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. Camille? Yeah, and they were on a little uh, camping retreat telling dirty stories about their men, and she said that she used to peg um, Kelsey Grammer, a.k.a. Frazier. How, how did she say that? Uh, I think she said that I used to... <laughs> uh, well, you know. That was a little descriptive. This is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Your quote was, I don't want to say anything too dirty. That's why Bone TV loves you, John. You're a man of the people. Um, She just said she really gave it to him. How can you say that on Bravo and not here? Real Raw Radio. Uh, Bravo's cable TV. Oh. Dude, Bravo's like has porno uh, in the middle of the day. Yeah. It's, uh, there's no rules applied to them. So... First of all, if I'm Frazier, I'm pissed because there's a code of silence. Oh, yeah, especially after they're divorced. I mean, like, that train has, you know, left yeah. the station, what so do you, I don't know. Why is there any? Why is there anything to be mad about? I thought you guys totally embrace it. Why? why we do. Well, still, you but know, it's our decision. You have to. If you're into it, you have to embrace it. Well, yeah, no, we're peg bros, and we choose to embrace it, but there are guys out there who rely on the discretion of their partner 
because there are closed-minded bigots like you, Seth, who think that <laughs> who think that when a peg bro becomes a peg bro, that there's something gay yeah. about that. I am surprised you guys are so open about it. Well, I mean, that's We're, we choose to be, but we also we also embrace our brothers and support our brothers who are not quite as open as we are. I support all my brothers that are not in this room right now. I support those brothers. These brothers, man, they're really into it, and it's it's just something I didn't know about. Can I give you my uh, my impression? Of Kelsey Grammer getting pegged for the first time by Real Housewife uh, Camille. Mm-hmm. Oh, that feels unique. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's a bit uncomfortable. Is there some sort of pegging hero that you guys have that you want me to book for the show? Is there anybody that could help you guys? We don't need any help, bro. Yeah. I just I didn't know if there was anybody you want me to reach out to to really drive this home. Oh, we don't need any help driving it home, Seth. 727-579-1025. So I found a news article about it, actually, and it has some PG-13 um, snippets from the uh, at least what was said. I used to wear these contraptions with my ex, but that's why we're no longer together, she said. Uh, when one of the other women um, asked for clarification, uh, she said, you mean a, a, a strap? Right. And uh, she said yes and then pointed to her you know, backside. And um, that's where. And then one of the other girls said, "I used to do something like that for my man." Yeah, it's you're in the minority here, so. Yeah, exactly. Your your bigot filled hatred is uh, definitely in the minority. I'm in the minority. Yeah. I don't see. I don't. Do you guys get a lot of support on social media when you're when you're open about this? They're like, "Hey, dude, I'm I'm with you guys." A lot of worship. A lot. Yeah, a lot. yeah. I mean, it's. It, I mean, most of it goes down in the DMs. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I hey, mean, guys, thanks for bringing this to the yeah. light and empowering me. I'm, I'm trying to bring up my DMs right yeah, now. Me too. Thank you for being the voice of the yep. voiceless. Yep. Uh, you're a hero to our community. Yep. Uh, why does Seth Kushner so intolerant? Oh, who's Can't, that one from? Who's that one from? Uh, that John? was at. Um, Big Bro 67. Oh, yeah. I got at Big Bro 66 here who says, I can't believe that someone as open minded and probably gay as Seth wants to criticize you guys for being peg bros. Yep. No, no, I'm not. I'm not criticizing it. I just I don't understand all the nerve endings. So it's not anything that's I'm not at that point right now. Exactly. Give it a try. Yeah. Uh, by the way, thanks to Yacht Rock Friday on Twitter. Uh, he pointed out that I'm just going to read you the lyrics to the the Fraser theme song. Toss salad and scrambled eggs is the name of the song. First oh, well. of all. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salad and scrambled eggs. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Wow. Pegged. So do you want me to get Kelsey Grammer on the show? Um, is I that mean, what if you want to talk to Sideshow Bob, sure. We're, yeah, you know, we, uh, we're all peg bros. It looks like he's. Uh, it looks like he's going to have a new role on a British soap opera, so maybe he'll be looking to promote that. <laughs> I mean- Unless you know, I'm sure there's going to be like an email from a uh, from a publicist saying, "Please don't bring up the pegging," but we're going to ignore that. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grab alive. Hello, who are you? Hey guys, how are you doing today? What's up, dude? Uh, you know, I think I've problem solved for everybody. Just you know, like my wife and I, open relationship. We're in our early thirties. Everything works great, and there's no jealousy, and everybody can just have fun and free love for everybody. So when you say open relationship, you get to bang other girls. She gets to bang other guys. Yeah, we do it in the same room together. We do it up at Caliente, other different clubs. We do it at our home. You know, we invite people over, you know, whether it be men, women. She's allowed to go out on her own if she wants to go have a good time. You know, I think it's, we both enjoy the physical connection and the love we have with each other. 
but I think also we seek other physical connections and for us it works. And yeah. it's hey dude, everybody yeah. should find what works for them and I'm sure you understand that a lot of people would look at something like that and go, why would you be in a relationship? But hey, it's between you and your lady and if you guys are cool with it, do your thing, dude. Yeah. It works perfect. And Drew, if you ever want to get involved, you let me know. I'll send you a message. Oh, thank you so much. I'm good, but I uh, appreciate the offer. Wow. I've been seeing, and I, this is probably just an urban legend. I, I, yes. That this song is allegedly about. I can't, I can't seem to find a legitimate news source, but there's supposedly uh, an excerpt from a, from an interview that he did recently, and said I was with a very nice lady back then, but things got a bit boring in the bedroom department, and so she wanted to introduce a, a blank on. Yes. And my reluctance to be. Mm. By a foreign object, launched one of the most romantic songs ever. There's no way this is real. It was from my very rational horror at being propositioned in such a manner that I drew inspiration to muse on the meaning of love and how far one was willing to go for it. Meatloaf was eager to state that butt stuff in general was not off the table. (laughs) But he felt in order to really hammer home his opposition, he would have to write an epic... And theatrical love ballad. I would do anything for love. I I just got a DM that said, Thank you guys so much. If it wasn't for you, I would have never tried pegging. No, I won't do that. I won't say your name. You're very brave, sir. I just got a DM that said, Guys, thank you for saving my life. Seth's judgmental tone made me want to hang myself with a dildo. But because you guys are so open about being peg bros, I know there are other guys like me out there in this crazy world of ours. Signed, JB wins. Is this thing? Okay, that was good. Is this thing that you guys are into? This, this is clearly something you guys are into, but for other people, is it the women bring it to the table and they say, hey, I want to try this, or it's got to be the guy who's into it? Always the guy. Always. So do you not believe Meatloaf? I don't believe this story, no. If it's just, you know, Seth, maybe you could just work on the tone when you speak about it. It's just yeah. like that thing that you guys are into. Yeah, like, like making it sound like we're yeah. doing zebras. Like guys, we're third class citizens. Every time you talk about it, I imagine you lying on your back with like your legs pulled behind your head and just a woman coming in, you know, yeah, wearing, exactly. wearing something like it's that. And it's like, hot. that's not how I want to envision you guys it, in your free time. It, and I would also say it says something about you that your initial vision in your mind is us in like a missionary position. Right. Like that says something about you. Exactly. Like why would you envision that? That instead of uh, the natural way or, or anyway, anyway, like what on your hands and knees? Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that feel. Yeah, that's froggy style. <laughs> With this look on my face too. That's <laughs> that daddy like right there. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.